0: Hello, and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad, Nick Benson, and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world.
1: Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother, Nick Benson. What's up? Hi, Nicholas. How you doing? Good. And you? I am good. All right. You are good, Nick. I am good. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) Thanks.
0: Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Always got my back. Always, <laughs> always, unless I'm making fun of you
1: and telling <laughs> you you're going crazy.
0: <laughs> unless it's a race and you're in front of
1: me. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and then I'll get your back. I'll
0: give it. you that. Yeah. Be...
1: <laughs> Wait, are you saying you've never won a race against me?
0: Probably not. Oh, wow. yeah I don't think so. I'm well, victorious. Yeah. In Christ, and Christ. In
1: Christ, easy people. <laughs> All right. Before we get off the rails here, uh, I'm Justin Moss and here at the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, I uh, would like to be salt and light. In a bland and dark world, and we are on episode number eighty-eight. So we're eighty-eight years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not sure if we're going to have uh, any social security next year, any podcast social security, because it may have run out.
0: Probably
1: not. Yeah. It may have run out. Um, it's not but looking good. It's not looking good. <laughs> um, suppo- well, I'm not going to go there. I was going to. That, that would have been a. would have been a rabbit hole. <laughs> 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 would have made it back from. All right. Um, today's topic is wake up wake up Mm. and uh probably uh a timely one uh one because uh you know i'm one that likes to wake up early yeah um and was definitely not one that used to like to wake up early at all Um, but as my christian walk kind of matured uh, i remember um our pastor like talking about like waking up early Mm. um and this was maybe 15, 16, 17 years ago, quite a while ago. Um, And I thought to myself, like, you know, like waking up and waking up early was like for old people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I just, (laughs) I I couldn't do that. But as like those two words became to come into focus, it was, there's some duality in that. Like waking up early, but also like waking up and seeing like where you are, Mm -hmm. what's going on. Like being aware, right? Mm. Um, because you know, during the COVID times, we we got to hear that term "being woke," mm. right? Mm. Um, which is quite quite interesting because it was framed as like you know, kind of look what's going on, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, it was so narrow that like the the definition like was not even being applied properly it was just like well if that's the case just like you need to stay in like this lane right here and don't don't worry about anything else out there right that's almost like being asleep at the wheel <laughs> right yeah literally
0: and dangerously and
1: dangerously and dangerously uh, so shout out to ward wars <laughs> if you haven't seen that you gotta check that out <laughs> all right so nick uh wake up wake up no nick seriously like, wake up man yeah. what are you doing wake up
0: <laughs> that's actually why I- suggested this topic because <laughs> i knew how at the time we were going to record this morning i was like there's i'm going to have to repeat this over and over in order to <laughs> just, actually just wake to up
1: awake.
0: so let's do wake up like, you're like i'm down i'm like all right cool easy um so i'll just sit here and wait for you to wake me up every time uh, every time it's
1: my turn to to speak if you guys hear some slapping noise that's uh that's me waking Nick up
0: <laughs> back in the neck <laughs> wake up um, well first mentioning episode 88 Makes me think of 1988 okay. And, uh, Dodgers world series go okay. Dodgers. So I think yay, there's going to be another uh, Dodgers world series this year doing it for, for Vin and for everybody else. That would be so awesome. Right. Um, but yeah, I had to mention that cause 88 makes me think of the Dodgers and, uh, we both love the Dodgers. So I had to send, send a little quick shout out, but yeah, as far as being woke, th- this episode is definitely not about what culture or society would be called. Uh being woke. Yeah. Um, Wake up was something that one was, you know, obviously on both of our hearts, because the last episode we did was, you know, is it falling apart or falling into place? And that was kind of almost preparing for, I feel like this, because um, as we see society and everything kind of digress, we don't We know what the next, Chapter is, you know, Mm. we know what the next um, prophetic step is that's going to happen. What the next thing that's going to take place is, and as Christians and as believers and ones that know um, the right, you know, basically we know the the entrance way into heaven. We know who's going to get us there. Mm. Um, So it's our kind of our duty to wake up and also wake our family up and wake our neighbors up and. You know, you're mentioning a situation where you're around other people and they're influenced by your decisions and you don't even necessarily have to tell them anything. They just see what you're doing Mm -hmm. or even word of mouth of someone else seeing what you've done and let them know like, hey, you know, he doesn't get down like that. Just, you know, you know, walk the straight line, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's that's like a a witness, but also the testimony without using words, you know, and that's kind of our purpose, but as we get closer to the end, not only do we have to be awake and wake up, um, and not asleep at the wheel, like how culture has us. Cause they, he, you know, this, the world systems got us completely distracted and, mm-hmm. uh, mesmerized to buy all these fancy shiny things and new things and got us chasing our tails. Um, when in reality we need to be like, you know, awake one and, and ready for what that next step is. Mm-hmm. And if we know, you know, like for an example, if we know something good, like as far as what to eat and stuff like that, we're usually going to share that with somebody. Or if mm. something we saw on a Dodger game the night before, we're going to share it with somebody about that, but we're going to hold on to um, mm. eternity, the past to eternity to ourselves. Like, mm. shame on us, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I've, I've been thinking about this very subject and topic for probably the last year, but at least since kids camp because. Mm um I was asked to share a devotion for the kids to, about uh Romans thirteen eleven. uh oh yeah so why Why you say oh you were there you were no 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 okay. bring it so Rome. so we love with some Romans yes yeah, so, yeah totally um <laughs> uh, yeah it's like uh, what a book would he quote from <laughs> right. probably Romans um but that being said We've heard a reoccurring message about loving on our neighbors, being mm. a lovable Christian, uh, sharing Christ's love in a loving way. Like We've heard this over and over, and um, Romans 13.8 starts by, by, by exactly that, saying, Owing, um, this is NLT, owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's law. For the commandments say you must not murder, or sorry, you must not commit adultery, you must not murder, you must not steal, you must not covet. These and other such commandments are summed up in this one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to others. So love fulfills the requirements of God's law. And then here's 11. This is all the more urgent for you. You know how late it is. Time is running out wake up for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed mm. the night is almost gone the day of salvation will soon be here so remove your dark days like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living because we belong to the day we must live decent lives for all to see don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity or any moral living or in quarreling and jealousy instead clothe yourself with the presence of the lord jesus christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires um Mm. you know like a heavy chunk of of scripture right you know and, and just starting with that obligation to love your neighbor as yourself, so like mm-hmm. that's like the foundation yes. of how we're supposed to treat each other. But then eleven, so it goes on to say, it's like all the more urgent is to share that the the end is near. You know, our salvation is coming, is is right around the corner, and it's closer than it was than when you first believed. You know, like that's kind of like a really deep thought if you think about it, like. Our salvation is closer than when we first believed. It's like, man, there's a lot of layers to that and the mm. things we've seen since we've believed and how the Bible comes more to life. Um, and then it goes on to say that we, you know, we're, we're children of the day. We don't participate in the darkness. Um, and I can't help but think what you were just sharing about waking up early. You know, mm. like as we do get older, I think uh, we tend to wake up earlier and go to sleep earlier as well. Um, but if you also think of it as you're in, in your walk too, like you're going to want to stay awake more during the day than you would the night because mm-hmm. we're, we're ch- children of the day rather than the night and all mm-hmm. the things happen at night because you're trying to hide it behind the shady darkness of dark, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, it's like, Oh, that makes me kind of think one a convicting because I don't wake up early. I'm a really <laughs> I'm like the worst for. Uh, being an early bird, but I do stay up late, not because I'm partaking in worldly things, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just something you have to train yourself to. Like, you yeah. know, like you said, you you didn't wake up one day and it was just like, I'm going to wake up early. You know, like but there was something as you as your your walk and as you got closer to God, that's something that drew you out of bed earlier and yeah. sooner.
1: Yeah, amen. And that's a great great portion of scripture um and even the way it ends and i'll read it out of the the new king james um but verse 14 says but put on the lord jesus christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts." right so if you look at like how paul kind of sets up this portion of scripture like you mentioned it's that foundation of love Mm. and then it's the rejection of the world right the foundation of love and then you just you reject the world and like when we when we think about like what it means to wake up you know that spiritual baptism that we have where we realize that we're sinners we repent of our sin we accept the lord jesus as our lord and savior and then we you know obviously confess and believe in our heart like those steps that we take is an awakening hmm. right, of our of our eyes like like physically and spiritually And as we progress and seek the Lord more and more, we become like separated from the world. And then at that point where we have those, those, those periods of separation that hopefully are long Mm. and continue to grow, like we see how offensive everything is to the cross, Mm. right? To what Jesus did on the cross, you begin to awaken to what the offenses you were in, the sin that you were committing. That's true that we repented from why we're repented from it. And then what it looks like, Mm. right. You know, um, from a repented point of view, we can't say we could see it from God's point of view, but we could see the offense of it. Mm -hmm. And that's part of like an awakening that we get as Christians because of that, like it is repulsive. Some of the sins that we have committed ourselves probably more than others, but then the other sin of the world that we see and we have to be very cautious because, we can't take the wrong stance and people that are in that sin and tell them hey you're wrong like you're an absolute you know sinner you're going to hell like you need jesus mm-hmm. like does that make you want to accept jesus right. it's like no you're a judge yeah. right and i'm gonna pass i'll get a <laughs> lawyer you know what i mean like that's that's seriously that's the position they're going to take that foundation of love that this started with right. is why we have to make sure that that's that's key. Mm-hmm. We don't have to love their sin; we have to love the person right. and show yeah. them like, "Hey, I was a sinner too. I still am, but you know, we have a Savior. Right. Like, there's there's a way that we don't have to partake in this anymore. Yeah. And you might see this as fun, but you know, all of the sin that you're committing like has a result. Like, how is it fun if you wake up in the morning and feel like poop? Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? How is that how, you call that fun, right? right how is it fun at somebody else's expense where you're demeaning them or putting them down, Mm. right? The sin that, that, that how is it fun when two parties are affected and you're fighting for a right to eliminate the mistake that you made, that you called fun. You Mm. know what I mean? Like if you look at what the world is calling fun, right? And we begin to project that to them and explain like, that's not, that's not fun. Mm. Loving and being in the Lord is fun, right? right? Resisting the temptations of the lust of the flesh. That's fun. Yeah. Right. So we we have to make sure that you know, and our awakening and being awake, doesn't necessarily provide an offense to everybody else, and that's part of what Paul's kind of bringing here. Because then he's going to go into like liberty in a yeah. little in, in the next section, right? Mm-hmm. He begins to like explain to people just because you have liberty doesn't mean, doesn't mean you abuse it, yeah. right? You don't, right? Because then you're just as bad as the people that I'm telling you that are around you in Rome. Like, don't do that. They're expressing their liberty. And you don't have those same liberties, right? Or you do, but you shouldn't, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you were saved from. Don't go back to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good, too, because that's like everybody's walk's different. Everybody's uh, transformation happens at a different pace. You know, mm-hmm. some people are really like, like, like it's like an immediate transaction where they're just – you know, all the, all the chains that had them were just broken and immediately set free from everything and praise God for those. But then there's the other people that are, it's like more of that cleansing, refining process over days or time, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I feel like in my walk, that's how it was where i felt like the lord was refining and showing me things almost step by step like mm. because i probably would have been
1: defensive
0: if it was hit all at one time you know? right like, if all of
1: it got dumped on right you. like yeah. i
0: wouldn't i don't think i've and that's probably why i was so defensive up to that point because mm. i kept thinking of all of it and then you know and then i can't help but think of like that david crowder song where it's like come as you are you know and that's like that song. yeah and it's like that's mm. like a perfect a perfect song for the world to hear because Mm -hmm. a lot of people have that thought and me included beforehand that you couldn't come to church until you were right yeah and then or if you did go you would get struck by lightning because you're just so bad walking through those doors you know the the silly things that people say and Mm -hmm. and actually think you know and, and and you'll and i know you you're not surprised but you would be surprised at how uh, people really think that that kind of stuff would really actually happen. Mm-hmm. Like someone would actually get struck by lightning or smoke because they, you know, uh, walked into a church as a sinner. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, man, the whole place is full of it. Like mm-hmm. the, everybody, everybody's the whole reason people are at church is because they're a sinner like they've either either know it already and know that that's where they need to be fed in order to like grow in the, and, and, and be able to battle against that mm-hmm. fleshly desire and that lust or not the, the lust of the flesh. Like you were talking about the provisions of the flesh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's somebody that's completely broken and just looking for something, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like a hospital really, if you think about it, a bunch of sick, centers everywhere different cases different levels of sickness mm. um but at the same time i feel like god gives us those moments to one not only uh minister to someone else but also show us that still that filth and darkness that could be in our life because mm. like i said for my walk it's a it's even a daily refinement to this moment where every day i'm like oh man or like you said you're reminded of something or or, or you see or smell something that you used to do and you're like so mad at it Mm -hmm. but then you're like i I was there yeah i was there Mm. like let me go tell them about how they can be set free from that in a way that's not telling them that they're horrible for doing what they're doing you know like because we like we as christians can come off judgmental and and i feel like that's why paul does start in that that loving manner and saying like hey you got to love your neighbor as yourself and then he goes on to Mm -hmm. verse 11 saying like hey and by the way it's
1: time to wake up Mm because
0: uh the lord's right around the corner
1: right he's coming (laughs) he's coming um yeah you're so you're so right and then something that um like to trip out on about those people that that don't want to come to church because you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go up and smoke i'm gonna get struck by lightning or Mm I'm not, I'm not, you know, you'll hear this term. I'm not ready yet. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. You know, all these things that, that that people would say. The trippy part about that is there's some, there's some recognition between them, where they are, and then where they should be.
0: Yeah. Like they, they know they're not doing what they're supposed to they be. They know doing.
1: they're not doing what they're supposed to be. They know that God is greater than what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But they're not willing to accept it right and that's a that's an interesting an interesting dynamic um because the flesh and and this and, and this truly is the flesh. the flesh will say but um but you can you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i could coach you right you, you got this <laughs> and it's 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 actually their heart there's mm-hmm. a problem it's a matter of their heart mm-hmm. like their heart hasn't yielded it hasn't given up Those, uh, those, the the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life hasn't given those things up Mm -hmm. yet. And, and, you know, we have to be approaching these people in love and not necessarily like, you know, as like a, um, I say a coach and I know it's a bad terminology, but kind of as like a coach, like you could do it. They, like, if somebody's expressing that to you, we have to be mindful of the position that they're in because they've recognized it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have to be loving and more invitational, right. Just because we're awake, like they're half asleep. Mm. right they're in like that they're in that dream realm where they're like oh okay like some of this could be real some of it couldn't right but Mm. you can't give them a shake and shout and wake them up that's between them and the lord right we could just guide them right we can guide the horse to water well you're never supposed to
0: wake up someone that's sleepwalking right yeah it's bad so like think of that when we're dealing with an unbeliever you know like picture them as that sleepwalker like are you gonna Gently guide them back to bed. Or are you mm. going to like shake them and right. out, you wake know? up? Like, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you want to sometimes. Yeah. To protect them uh, from pr- themselves. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, off the top of my head, I remember my mom telling me a story about her older brother doing that and falling downstairs mm. because of it. Cause he's sleepwalking mm. and it's like, wow, that's actually like dangerous now that I think of it, you know, yeah. perspective wise. And we, as believers, we have, um, The knowledge but at the same time like you said there there there's some there's so much deception and so much uh scales over people's eyes and Mm -hmm. and some of it uh from the system the world system some of it from the lord because i feel like at the end you know like i i can't remember off the top of my head what verses it is but um The Lord talks about setting a a delusion over, I think it's in uh, second Thessalonians. It talks about a delusion over everybody and thinking that they're doing right, but they're doing wrong. And, Mm. and, and that being like kind of the sign of the times. And I feel like that's kind of our world right now where everything's backwards, it's upside down. And, and I feel like that's like kind of the recipe for the end more than ever is when everyone thinks they're doing right, but they're actually doing wrong and vice versa.
1: Mm. Yeah, and there's a there's a a pride component, you know what I mean? Where where <laughs> people will people see that right, and they're under those delusions, and then that pride kind of seeps in, and then they become to believe that they are owed for sure something right. That's then, easy to get to. Yeah, and then it's like, well, what do I get out of this? And then people begin to come defensive because they're not getting what they think that they deserved. Yeah. And there's so much um, there's so much to that, but I wanted to kind of go to Proverbs chapter six verses. Um, nine through eleven, because of of you know the, the the place that it's in, right? We're early in Proverbs, you know. This is Solomon writing this, right? But also him understanding like who who God is, and you know that temple that was built, um, this this understanding of the work, the physical work, but the spiritual position of this physical work, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, And it says, how long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler and your need like an armed man." So he compares this to like there's protection in walls, right? But he's talking about how the longer you sleep, the lazier you are like your poverty is going to sneak up on you. Like the things that you thought you were working for that you think you're owed will Mm. fade, Mm. but also like the flip side of that. And that poverty will begin to come upon you and you are going to be surprised when it happens. Mm. Um, And man, I almost went somewhere I shouldn't have. (laughs) Um, And then um, (laughs) and then he finishes in your need like an armed man. Mm. So it's going to be fortified, very imposing. And there's not much you could do about it because the comparison of an armed end means that you are not armed. You are not prepared and you got crept on, yeah. right? And there's a robber there and he's going to take everything you got, right? And those are like, those are what, you know, air quotes here. That Those are, you know, my needs. So, you know, the lesson that Solomon's trying to teach here is that we, we need to be Prepared. We need to stop sleeping. We we should not be lazy. We should be active, moving, awake for the Lord. So you know, for me personally, that's that that waking up early um, and seeing what the Lord has for me early in the morning, so that my day is solely predicated on what I did in the morning mm-hmm. to prepare for it. Um, you know, being awake for opportunities to serve the Lord, to minister to people, um, but also to 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 glorify Him and and, and be about His business. Mm-hmm. You know, for for us at work, like there's just so many things that are coming at us that sometimes we spin our wheels trying to discern, like, was that, you know, was that person like attacking me or is this wrong or, you know, why is this happening or, you know, is this the enemy if we are marching in the in the order of the Lord, like we we don't have much to, to worry about. Mm-hmm. We're we're looking. It's is this an opportunity to minister? You know, do you believe that you're protected? Right? Are you trying to you know play accountant where okay this person did me wrong again? This is the third time that they did it. Like okay, that's it. I'm cutting them off. Cutting them off. <laughs> so you know that now they're our ministry. Right? Yeah, yeah. here quotes here again. <laughs> you know now they're my ministry. They're not my friend anymore. <laughs> <No> right? <longer. laughs> right. Drawn lines, but you know. Like, the Lord has prepared us and put us in this place and this time for these reasons. Mm-hmm. We just have to ask ourselves, are we are we in his will? Are we doing what he has called us to do? And, you know, that's something that's always tough, but you won't be able to see it if we're half asleep, right? If we're not ready, we're not prepared, we're not mm-hmm. awake for what he has called us to do and mm-hmm. not being, you know, woke.
0: That's good. I I can't help but think when you're talking of the the quote the stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Mm-hmm. And you know that's that's us because we if we use sports as an analogy we there's no like bench warmers, you know, like we're all we're on the game starting you know, starting lineup, you know, like we're all on that lineup card. Um And 2nd Peter 3, nine says that he even he, that the Lord wants all to be saved in mm-hmm. for none to perish, you yep. know? So that's even more of a responsibility and a duty on our shoulder and our, uh, bag to, to do, because at the same time the Lord has equipped us and gives us those, those, uh, convictions and drawing to himself. So he's drawing to drawing you to him. Um, at certain times he draws me, and we're all in this like constant forward upward movement towards him. Mm-hmm. And, it's our job like the great commission says to not only baptize people but to disciple them so that's like to bring them up along with you you know so we're all drawing towards the lord um together because it's not you know like it's an individual decision to to get right with the lord but that sanctification process takes that iron sharpening iron and i feel like the world tells us to chill. The world's telling us the whole Netflix and chill, and to, uh, and to kind of just hang out and, right. be, and be that sluggard. be yes. that because sluggard means lazy, right? Yeah. Like lazy yeah. bones, you know. So, um, the world wants us to be lazy. The world wants us to be distracted by uh the entertainment and the amusement outside of work like Mm. so they just think that that's the only time you put in effort and even that's questionable nowadays because people don't even believe that's what that's for but Mm. you know work is work yes but we're always like i said in the starting lineup as far as god god goes because he's called us into this to not only water but maybe plant but also to maybe even trim. Like I made the Nehemiah joke before we started recording. Like right. sometimes, sometimes the Lord uses us to kind of uh, rebuke and tame or mm-hmm. align sometimes for other brothers and sisters, because we, um, like I said, are all on this forward and upward March. And if one starts to to stray, we need to, you know, especially if they're within our grasp, we have the, the responsibility to, to like, Hey, you know, like it's, it's the Lord's right there. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's get right now before it's too late. You know, like mm. we don't want to be caught, like you said, like, uh, asleep or, 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 or <laughs> how I'm thinking of it. Like you don't want to be caught lacking. You don't want to be right. caught without, um, the Lord, because then at that point you're, it's too late. You're done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You brought up some good points even about like being that, you know, in the slumber or even like in a fog, you know what I mean? Where, you're just kind of just roaming through and don't have a have a direction. And even as you know, as us as Christians, like we're called to stay on that narrow path, focusing on that narrow gate mm-hmm. you know, because that's that's where we're headed. But you you mentioned like you know even reaching for people that are that are outside. Right. And sometimes a lot of people want to give the answer for the problem and not necessarily be a witness to the solution. Mm. And I don't know if that's coming out right, but yeah, like, you know, they're like somebody's like, oh, I have this problem. You're like, oh, I've been through that. This is what you do. Ooh,
0: snaps. Yeah. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, like somebody's like, oh, I have a problem. And they're like, you do have a problem, right? You know, let's, let's pray about it. Let's give it to the Lord and see what he has. Mm. A little bit of a different approach for how that person sees you, right? Mm. Um, Everybody wants to be, whether you admit it or not, everybody wants to be like a problem solver because we have that in us. No, but at the same time we have to be witnesses for christ more so than anything and this isn't like me speaking from a place of victory in that place like I, i'm like the problem solving guy love love solving problems like you, you give me a problem I'm like oh i'm gonna figure this out right before I'm, you I'm, before you right? it's a race you just signed up for a race <laughs> nick lost again uh, what <laughs> man, i always <laughs> you're a winner nick thanks, don't say that yeah sprinkles are for winners nick <laughs> Sprinkles. <laughs> gosh all right um, so one thing I wanted to uh, to kind of bring up I got a couple verses and you guys are gonna have got to forgive me I'm gonna go I'm, I'm gonna apologize ahead of time I'm going to go on a run Nick um, so fifth gear. fifth gear right we're in second right now right I'm just going straight to fifth right? we, we got enough rpms we can make that We can make that jump <laughs> um, so the first one is first uh, Corinthians uh, 14 and it's 33 uh, but listen to what Uh, what Paul's saying here for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches, as in all the churches of the saints. So when there is those problems or we don't know what's happening, we have to realize that confusion is not from God. Mm. He's very straightforward. Mm. And there's so much more we could talk about, like, you know, how does God speak to us? You know, how do you when do you act? What do you do? Like, there's a lot we could go into, which we're not going to. But just know that when there is chaos and confusion, that is the enemy. Mm. That's the enemy trying to do that. So you don't know which way is north. Mm. Right. So you don't know. Mm. So that's why it's important for us to stay in our word, to be in prayer, to be worshiping him, to keep our eyes focused on him. Those problems will pass. That confusion, that chaos, it will all pass. Mm right? Jesus came and told the the sea to be still, and it was still, Hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He saw the other side of the shore where they were supposed to go. Those in the boat were just being tossed about, and -hmm. they were like, Lord, do you not care? We're perishing. Like, come on, help us. And we can't be like that if we're freaking out. We just have faith, right? Enough faith to get out of the boat and walk on water and don't look down, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, again i'm going to run going to strap on your seatbelt here <laughs> so waking up um because this is you didn't know this this is one of my favorite things in the bible is about people waking up oh, no how, way. yeah oh, how did this is this is how the lord kind of met me in my walk in my morning uh devotion oh, wow. and, and what i do every morning mm-hmm. and i mentioned earlier about how pastor talked about getting up early and watching the sunrise and i was like i'm a sunset guy mm. i like watching the sunset and yeah. now i'm a sunrise guy i like the sunset but i'm definitely a sunrise guy and i i, I like to uh, i like to go out and jog um and i like to jog before the sun comes up so that i can see the sun rise right. um no no matter what time of day it is um or season i should say but waking up early takes commitment oh yeah it takes commitment, oh, yeah. right? Um, because you got to go to bed early if you if you want sleep, uh, or you could just forego sleep, sleep. But also, <laughs> like as I was kind of maturing a little bit and still am, right? Uh, in in my walk, I, I began to read in Scripture of these people and their actions and how they would wake up early. Right. Okay. So in Genesis chapter twenty-two, when Abraham is called to sacrifice his son. Mm-hmm. He arose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place which God had told him. Mm-hmm. So that that portion of scripture, because one of what Abraham was committed to doing, that this is what the Lord wants. This is what I'm going to do. If it's a three days journey, that's where I'm going to go. If we got to hike this mountain and put the instrument of death on my son's back, then that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. He rose early and had full confidence in what God had called him to, to do, mm. right? That the seed was going to come from him. Yeah. Right. He, he was confident. Sometimes when we rise early, we're looking at like what happened yesterday. And then we, we, we bring it to today and then we're going to pile on some more stuff. Right. Mm. But mm. that rising early was the commitment. Right. In Genesis chapter 28, it says, then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head and set it as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. Mm. Right? So Jacob rose up early and realized this is the day that the Lord has made. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to dedicate it to him. And that same thing he had his head on, he began to use as a, as an instrument of worship to God. Joshua chapter six and Joshua rose early in the morning and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. Mm. Right? So they took up those commandments. Right, they took it up early in the morning. They rose up and said, This is the day that the Lord has made. We're going to go be about his business in Joshua chapter 7 16. So Joshua w- rose up early in the morning and then brought Israel by their tribes, and the tribe of Judah was taken. Right, everybody, let's go. Right, mm-hmm. so when we wake up, is it just us? Is it just you know, you know, Justin and the Lord, and what are we going to do today? Or is it, am I bringing my whole family? Am I bringing my tribe? Right, right? am I bringing my family? people that i work with right you know when that, that person that you work with work next to or haven't talked to you in like you know six months when they encounter you like who are they encountering right you have you have you rose early in the morning with dedication to the lord mm-hmm. and then first 1 samuel 119 they rose early in the morning and worshiped before the lord and returned and came to their house at rama and elkanah knew hannah his wife and the lord remembered her this is the beginning of Samuel's life, mm-hmm. right? And he was dedicated to the Lord before, before he was consummated in the womb before, mm-hmm. right? And we have to think about that for our children, and for everything that we have coming before us, right? Have we dedicated that to the Lord? Have we have we have we dedicated that to the Lord? Mm-hmm. In the second Chronicles 2920, then King Hezekiah rose early, gathered the rulers of the city, and went up to the house of the Lord. Now we're looking at the government, Mm -hmm. right? Now we're looking at everybody that's around us. You know, when, when he rose up early, he's like, everybody, let's go. Mm -hmm. We're going to the house of the Lord. And think about if, are we bringing everybody that's around us to the house of the Lord, right? Or are we saying, I came from the house of the Lord, you stay outside. Mm -hmm. Is that what they're seeing, that rejection? And then obviously uh, Mark chapter 16, nine says, now when he rose early on the first day of the week, He appeared first to mary magdalene out of whom he had cast seven demons and we have to realize this is jesus Mm -hmm. this is jesus rising early Mm. to go minister to the people that he needed to meet Mm. which he's doing every time we wake up we just have to ask ourselves are we looking at him are we looking at the world Mm -hmm. when we wake up early is it about him or is it about the world and we continually have to make sure that when we rise early, then when we wake up, that it's for him and for nothing else. Mm. Sorry, I told you it was a run. Yeah, was, no, I told it was, you.
0: It was good, though. And, the, and it just made me trying to, you know, trying to take it all in and summarize what you were saying. I, I feel like without making a joke, because I was going to joke and say that. You're more spiritually mature because you wake up early than me. Oh, hardly. <laughs> hardly. But uh, I don't think that that was the point you're making. I think the the, the point you're making it's not a race, yeah. Nick. Yeah, I don't know. I question you sometimes.
1: <laughs> I question you sometimes. <laughs> Is he racing you? Yeah, I think he's trying to beat me right
0: now. <laughs> like, who can say the most verses? <laughs> no, in, in a twenty-minute period. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, but I think. Um, what I kind of got from what you were saying was, when when we do rise early and we do seek the Lord first in our day, mm-hmm. it kind of gives us that 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 bird's eye view or perspective of the day and everything moving forward because we're not trying to see it from the boat, you mm-hmm. know, from the boat in the in that the storms and everything going on around. It's probably hard to see that shore. Yeah that's probably only a mile away, mm-hmm. but with all the clouds, the waves that are up above, you know, like you can't see it, yeah. but Jesus saw it. Cause you know, he's got that bird's eye perspective and he's even seeing them from, you know, the mountaintop when he's praying, he's like, Oh, you know, they need help where mm-hmm. we are stuck in that boat. A lot of the times that, that we get caught up in it where we're like, Oh man, there's no, there's no hope. And like, or like last episode, it's all falling apart. Yeah. But Jesus is like, no, 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 no. Wake up. I'm here. Like right. it's good. falling into place. It's yeah. all it's all taken care of. And and I feel like that's that that rising early or devoting your first actions to the Lord gives you that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like what Pastor was sharing on the the belt of truth. It mm-hmm. gives you that that foundation to stand firm for the day because we, you know, it's going to take more than just the belt of truth to move through the day, of course, but that, you know, we'll we'll get to that in the next few weeks um, with, with Pastor. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it what better way to start it? And that's why Paul does it. I'm sure that's where the Holy Spirit led him to even share um, the way that the, the, the Roman soldiers armoring up himself. He's putting mm-hmm. the belt on first because then it's going to hold all those other pieces on. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's our walk. We put that belt of truth on. We stand on Jesus's promises that we're victorious, we're, you know, overcomers, um, and we're going to be saved because we believe in him and confess that then we should walk in a way that, um, not only glorifies him, but in a way that doesn't make us afraid of those storms and those waves and what we see around us. We need Mm -hmm. that, that bird's eye perspective.
1: Yeah. We need that, the ability to also like give into the will of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus told them, you guys are going to get to the other side. Right. Like, you guys are going to get to the other side. When he calmed the storm, guess where they were? Mm-hmm. Immediately, they were on the other side. Right. right. Everything settled, and bam, they're on the shore. Or Jonah. Yeah.
0: When he finally gave up. Yeah, right. he, he, he got, pfft, right, he got right. spit
1: out. Where you're supposed to be. And all he had to say was one sentence. Yeah. That's all he had to say. Because his look
0: was probably crazy. Huh. <laughs> they were like, ooh. like A witness of that. Right. Was like, Fish guts. Don't want to look like that. <laughs> I'll listen to We him. need Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but, um, so it's obviously very, uh, a passion of mine. And then I just kept seeing That's cool. as I was reading, you know, early on, I was, as I was reading the word and trying to do like the Bible in the year, I just kept running into Rose early, Rose, early, Rose early. And at that time I was not rising early. Um, because I was staying up late, like finishing up my degree. I was like, you know, I was, I was kind of, you know, burning the candle at both ends. And I, I, I always remember like waking up at like at six and I'm like, man, I am so tired. But when I woke up at five, I was not tired. Hmm. And then when I woke up at like four thirty, I was not tired, but my intentions were, not to wake up at six and then get straight to to work, work, Mm -hmm. and then try to squeeze in some Jesus as I could on a break. It was like, I'm going to put him first and then do work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have that hour and a half to to spend with him. And then the next, you know, the next rest of the day will be work. And then if I have a break, I'll go get some more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'll go seek him some more. And that that waking that awakening of me and my dedication to him um has strengthened my relationship with him and my walk so much more and i'll continue to 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 do that right a lot of people are looking to see what how much they could get out of their day um but those are things that you're chasing and it's a wrong mindset we should be looking at how much is jesus going to give me to take care of today what is he going to give me that i need to take care of him today right and sometimes it is work right it is work but it's how how we're doing it, right? Like, as we can read in Colossians 3, is it unto the Lord or is it unto man?
0: Oh man, all the difference right
1: there. All, all the difference, Nicholas, all the difference. It's uh, and
0: it, I wanted to end in first Thessalonians five, but it just, um, the difference is, is exactly what you're saying. And I feel like I've felt that same change, um, in my walk is when I did start waking up earlier than just waking up to get ready for work. I woke up early and I -hmm. wake up early enough to read and pray. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I've, and I've Mm -hmm. honestly felt and feel like there has been a big difference. Like, and and (laughs) like definitely not like perfect or coming from, like you said, a finished side, like, because it's Mm a, it's a constant, it's a constant process, a refining process, especially for knucklehead like me. (laughs) Um, but it does help me have that 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 Jesus first mentality or that godly perspective um, in order to walk through the mm-hmm. the day because the day I feel like the days are getting tougher mm-hmm. and I make the joke like man if I didn't have Jesus I'd probably be crazy by now or I would have done something crazy yeah because yeah. it's just the way the world pushes you. And yeah. it, it likes to push you to the edge and make you crazy. Mm. So 1 Thessalonians 5, starting at verse 2, it says, For you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly, like a thief in the night, when people are saying, everything is peaceful and secure. Then disaster will fall on them as suddenly as a pregnant woman's labor pains begin, and there will be no escape. But you aren't in the dark about these things. Dear brothers and sisters, and you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief, for you are all children of the light and of the day. We don't belong to, the darkness, to darkness and night. So be on your guard, not asleep like the others. Stay alert and clear-headed. Night is the time when people slink and drinkers get drunk. But let us live in the light. Let us who live in the light be clear-headed, protected by the armor of faith and love, and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation. So those, those verses are some of my favorite because, uh, talking about, you know, the light and the darkness, it goes with the whole topic and theme of our, of the podcast, right? The preserve, the preserve and illuminate. So in these verses, it talks about the, the, the light versus the dark. And, um, we've shared on how we've nerded out on light and and things in the past and, Mm -hmm. And even within my own walk, I've shared about how I was not a fan of the <laughs> literal sun, the S-U-N. Mm-hmm. And then a- after getting saved, I've found myself more willing to be in the S-U-N because mm-hmm. it, it, um, you know, it just, it, I don't know what the difference is or what why that changed, but I just feel like. I'm more attracted to light now than I want than I am darkness. Where mm. beforehand, for some reason, I was always attracted to the dark things. Right, and I didn't, and I, not that I was necessarily super evil or malicious, but at the same time, that is true. I was attracted to nighttime activities and things like that. So it's just, mm. it's just kind of mind blowing when the Lord gets a hold of you and starts refining those things, and you start noticing these little things that are different, but. Verse six says it all like so be on your guard, not asleep like the others. Mm-hmm. Stay alert and clear headed. And um I I've I make this joke to other friends that I talk to, work related, because um BC days are like you know, back in the day, I could say nowadays, because I'm 40. I say back in my day, um mm-hmm. people used to say um they would actually make fun of you if you were lit, L I T, like mm-hmm. because you were just basically like a a candle you were just sitting there lit like you couldn't do nothing you're unfunctionable you're just messed up you mm-hmm. lit where now fast forward all these years now lit's like a cool thing and mm-hmm. it's like i'm lit but it, so to me it's that um asleep like the others like where people are not alert and they're not clear-headed they're mm-hmm. just thinking they know or they're doing what everyone else is doing or deems is cool but in reality they're just clouded and foggy and mm-hmm. deceived by fleshly things and desires that they're like probably know they're not supposed to do but yet still do it
1: anyways consumed by it yes yeah. Yeah, so it's time to wake up amen amen all right i'll just read um real quick here luke chapter 21 verses 25 through 28 and then you can pray out mm-hmm. okay um it says and there will be signs in the sun huh. in the moon and in the stars and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring men's hearts failing them from fear and expectations of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken then they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory now when these things begin to happen look up and lift your heads because your redemption draws near watch out
0: right that's cool wake up all right praise out yes sir dear lord we just thank you for today we thank you for this this time um, an opportunity we've had to to speak about you and to uh, encourage each other to to be awake and to be woken in in a way that uh, glorifies you lord and i just pray that um, also those that listen or listen in the future um, are also encouraged to to not only wake up, but also to encourage those around them uh, to do the same in, in a loving manner, in a way that uh, sh- shows your grace and mercy and, and uh, forgiveness and and represents you correctly in not a way that is harsh or uh, judgmental. Lord, I just pray that you can uh, soften our hearts and uh, keep our minds and hearts uh, clear and pure and also uh, keep us motivated to not only um, want to draw closer to you, but also to share uh, more about you to those that uh, you put around us. We thank you for our families. We thank you for our friends and our um, all of the loved ones and all the brothers and sisters you've uh, introduced us to. And we look forward to those uh, um, you have in store to, for us to meet, but also for those that maybe hear this in the future that uh, um, also share uh, with others the, the love that you have uh, poured into theirs uh, their life and into um, their walk, Lord. I just pray for them. I pray for um, just the power and motivation to to endure the the times that we we see and not to to be distracted by those things we see and be focused on the things that are unseen and be focused on um, the truth that you give us and the, the salvation that you've set up for us. So I, I thank you for that. I thank you for my brother and his family, for um, all that they've provided. And um, we just look forward to what you have in store for us this weekend and so on. We thank you. We love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we.
0: Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless.